You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to another show of Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California in San Diego, to be exact. You should see the absolute beauty of San Diego. It's just breathtaking. The weather is cool and moist and so unlike the desert. Well, I did enjoy living in the desert, but when your energy shifts, well... You know, it's time to leave, and you just have to open yourself up to the transition. And moving is never easy, and it's very expensive, and it's very tiring, but it creates some great new adventures in your life, and that's part of life, to experience everything. After all, we're only here for a short period of time, so you got to make every day count. Okay, well, that's easy to say, but... How exactly do you do that? Well, here's an idea. As you're sitting at the breakfast table thinking about the upcoming day or you're sitting there with your cup of coffee or tea, you make yourself focus on the good things in life. And you stop. Yes, that means stop thinking of anything negative that could pop up because it is so much easier to think of good things that you want to have happen, especially if things have been on the downswing. You must force yourself to stop feeling sorry for yourself and pick yourself up and realize that life is all about changing your perception. You won't be at the same place where you were last year. You won't have the same attitude as you did last year. You won't have the same finances either that you had last year. You may not have the same friends or the same pets or the same carefree attitude. And if you accept all of this, then you will discover that you are creating something much better. And it's because you decided that... For yourself, you want to have something happen. And you take action by yourself. Remember, you are the creator of your life. And the downtimes are simply the catalyst that creates something even better than what you expected. Or you could choose to let nothing be different. But that doesn't last very long. Because the universe always has different plans. They are actively searching to what you want. Even though you may not acknowledge it, it's still within your sphere of influence. So I encourage you to be proactive in your activities and growth. Just don't accept life as it comes. Be proactive and get what you want. So the worst thing you can do is sit there and feel sorry for yourself. That act is a real showstopper. So stop wasting your time and shift into the place of creation. You are the creator of your life. So take out that pencil and start scripting what you would like to have happen. Read that script every morning with a smile on your face because you are the creator of your life. 
I don't care what happened in your past. You are now listening to Law of Attraction Talk Radio with Jules, and I'm going to tell you, you are the creator of your life right now. Don't get stuck in a downward cycle. Acknowledge it and then shift away from the difficulties into what dreams you would like to occur. Those thoughts of the future along with scripting your future will shift you first mentally and then shift you physically in your dreams. This is how it works because, again, you are the creator of your life. You know, life is really fascinating, and even more so is the idea behind reincarnation. Now, the subject of reincarnation is new age, or really old age, because the great Edgar Cayce brought it out to the masses that we live and die and return. This actually makes a lot of sense, because our DNA is carried through our parents to us and then to our children from us. I have this fascination with Elon Musk, a renowned genius, because he just stated that he's worried that we're getting into the danger zone of not reproducing enough, thereby stopping the human gene pool and leaving open for the computer-generated AI species to control us. Now, as we all know, the AI species is not an actual human with consciousness, thereby scaring humans that the act of reproduction will no longer be needed. It can simply be made. And if many people stop reproducing, then life as we know it will change definitely. So I'm here to tell you to keep on reproducing. It's so funny because when I was in high school many, many, many years ago, the greatest threat that we were talking about was the overpopulation of our planet and that we would not be able to produce enough food or quality of life for people. So I am in my older and wiser years and I've learned that all of those news reports that we thought were to be true are really hypothetical. They are speculations. And quite honestly, (laughs) dare I say, they are kind of bullshit. So to be blunt, what you are getting is manipulated information to make those in power more powerful and those that lack resources more vulnerable. Never forget that you are the creator of your life. You are the creator of your riches or your lack. You, your brain, does it because it's connected to the source of life. And although Elon Musk doesn't buy into this, We are all connected through our DNA, and that's something that no one can dispute. I'm not worried about the ending of human life. I'm not worried about the robots either. I do believe our connection to life through our DNA, and those robots to life, it's through our DNA. Those robots can't become human because they are still made of plastic and metal. They don't have the DNA, and I would have to say... I won't be giving my creation abilities up to anything that does not have active and lovable 
DNA. I hope you'll join me in that belief because we are all humans. And damn, we are doggone special. Don't forget that. Now I'm thrilled to talk to Mara M. Zimmerman, who is not only an award-winning author, but she is also a highly regarded yoga, meditation, and mindfulness expert. At this stage in our earthly life, uh, well, we are all in need of being reminded on how to obtain the best mind and body practices in order to keep us on an even keel. After all, in the law of attraction world, you need to focus on the good so that you can attract more of that back into your life. So I'm absolutely delighted to bring Mara M. Zimmerman into our manifestation practice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi there. Jules here. You know, in today's uncertain times, it is imperative that we stay healthy. And how do we do that? Well, one way is by growing your own delicious vegetables. There's a product that I want you to know about, whether you live in an apartment or house. It's called the Wiki Planter, and it comes complete with its own organic soil and organic algae plus plant food. All you need to do is add your desired plant, like lettuce, onions, carrots, and voila! All of a sudden, you have fresh, healthy vegetables at your disposal. Now, what makes the Wiki Planner so unique is that it has its wicking reservoir system with a water level indicator to let you know when it's time to add food and water. The organic algae plus plant food mixed with water is fed to your plants so that they will grow healthy, tall, and lush. The Wiki Planner takes all of the guesswork out of growing your own food, and it comes complete with instructions for ease of use for the ultimate success in growing fresh veggies. Go to www.resurgent.store and place your order now while there's still time. Once again, go to www.resurgent.store because there's no time to waste. You'll be glad you did. Well, you all know that I'm a professional hypnotherapist for the last 17 years. I help people to permanently change their minds in order to change their life. If you are looking to finally stop smoking, overcome that fear of flying, lose some pounds, attract that wonderful soulmate, or even pass that test, hypnosis can help you to change your thought patterns from I can't to, oh my gosh, I can. I've known for years that humans were born with this much needed automatic mental response of fight or flight syndrome. Fear is a natural self-protection mental ability, but many times we let that fear completely stop us from moving forward. You can overcome that fear and really succeed by reprogramming your mind. And how do you do that? Well, it's easy. It's called hypnosis. Change is very obtainable and actually quite simple. 
So contact me, your Law of Attraction hypnotherapist, and let's make your dreams come true or stop the very thing that is stopping you from becoming your best self. All you need to do is go to creativeguidedimagery.com or send Gina an email about scheduling an appointment. You can reach her at Gina at LOAmedia.com. Let me show you how powerful you really are. Welcome, Mara Zimmerman to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm so glad you could join me today. We've got a lot to talk about. Thank you so much for having me. You know, um, we're going to be talking about the power of meditation. And I don't really think everybody gets the gist of it, of why it's so necessary. And especially when we're, oh, depressed, sad, angry, it gets really tough to want to sit down and be quiet and to shift everything. It's really difficult. So that's why I invited you on because you know what? We've got to start understanding the necessity. And you're the queen of meditation. So let's let's talk about why it should be so important in our lives. I love that. And that is a perfect starting point. And I think um, for most of us, the, the greatest gift of meditation is that it is accessible at any time. It is free of charge and only a breath away. And I think what, what happens is we tend to complicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a part of my role and my goal is to help, you know, um, acknowledge that it can be complicated. We are complicated. And as you mentioned, we're filled with things that complicate things even further, our reactions, the emotions, the circumstances. Um, So what do we have left? We have this, you know, this ability to tap into something within ourselves that helps us manage situations, manages our stress, manages what it is we can't control and refocus, remind ourselves to focus on what we can control. And that is really what's going on within. And that's really the name of the game with meditation. How do you manage what's going on within? And this idea of stopping or sitting or quiet, you know, that that not, may not be what meditation looks like for you or for everyone else. So I think that's a part of the discussion is, you know, how, how each of us approaches meditation in a way that um, is valuable to them. So, okay, well, that's a good starting point right there. Then tell us how there are different ways to meditate, um, but we only know of one that's to sit down, shut up and turn off your mind, you know, <laughs> and, and to me, that's just not appetizing. And I, and I fully understand that, nor is that simple. Again, yeah. we, say, we say it as if it's a simple thing to do, but we're more complicated than that. And yeah. all of our stuff comes up when we sit down to be quiet, which is honestly probably why um, many resist this process or not attracted to that process, because supposedly it's the opposite. We sit down, we feel better, we let go, everything goes away, but... Um, of course, that's not true. Things come up. So again, it's how we respond and how we manage. So different types of meditation, the steps in the process of 
reaching um, whatever your goals are, whatever your needs are, um, our steps in, in being mindful and being more present. These are going to help you relieve stress, help you make better choices, help you um, reach for the better um, idea or person or food um, to kind of move you in the right direction. And believe it or not, that that's a big step in the process of meditation is what choices you're making in what directions. And I think um, once some of that falls into place, it's a lot easier to find a way that you would use that um, method in other ways, whether that be healing or for other goals that you might have. So what's the starting point then? What I mean, I love the idea that we get so used to it that we can automatically turn it on. But it's so tough to get to that point. How do you get to that place where um, it's actually wonderful to meditate? And I heard from many people, it's fabulous. Yes. But yet, it's still tough getting to that place. Yeah. So I, I think, again, it, it depends who you ask. And I think for some people, again, when you talk about the difficult part, it's not necessarily the meditation. It's what we're dealing with within. That's what's yeah. difficult. Okay. And yet we think it's the meditation because we're distracted um, and we're not able to do what we think the goal of meditation is. So I think it's where we come back. What I talk to people a lot is, you know, how do you naturally sort of get grounded? What, it, what do you do with your own downtime when you get a few minutes or when you get a little time to take the edge off? What, what are you already doing? Where do you gravitate? Where, what are your go-tos? And I really just think you need to expand on that more. And for some people, that's going to be, you know, um, out into nature and, and that's going to quiet us down in one way. For other people, that's a nose in a book about nothing that's <laughs> relevant and that that's a nice getaway. So those places where you start to tap into your imagination and how it is you let go anyway, that's where I think you need to expand and bring in maybe maybe some of these tools and skills that um, you're interested in to help you go further. Once you're already in a relaxed place, it's much easier to do that. Okay. So gives us, give us some um, ideas of how we can get into that space. Yeah. So that again, and I think that's very personal and can be very individual, but in the broader sense, you know, that's okay. basics, like coming back to good posture. When you come back to good posture, the brain body connects a little clarity, You naturally improve the quality of your breathing. Maybe just give yourself a moment to take a pause. That can just be a nice beginning point. Maybe that pause stretches out a little bit longer. You know, maybe there's music involved. Maybe it's all quiet. Maybe there's an inner voice, an inner sound or um, a piece of art. Something inspires you to come out of your head and into your heart so to speak, and, and brings your, your spirit home. So these are the types of things that I think some people know naturally about themselves and can go right to, and others really had never considered some of these things. So for me, that could look like a really long walk out in nature and just taking the time to clear the energy without putting much to it. The meditation is one foot in front of the other. Right. Just keep it going and, and move things that might get stuck. So 
we could go on with different, you know, ideas on, on where people could get started to start moving into that meditative state that, um, that we're talking about. Well, you have to be then aware of things that make you happy, that make you feel calm, that make you uh, just enjoy life. And, you know, I'm discovering right now through many of my hypnosis clients, they just don't find that place. It takes years and years and years to find that place where they can actually just detach from what's going on in the world. It's like they take it so personally that I can't detach because too many people are depending on me or <laughs> uh, there's just too much going on for me to relax. That's how we have been actually brought up in our life. That's all the way through school, through universities. Everything is to go, go, go but not focus on you, you, you. Mm. And that's what's so doggone difficult for people to grasp. Wait a minute. How do we get into that meditative state? How do we let go of everything? I love the notion. And the reality is, again, to take it back to be more simple, it's going to be baby steps. I love that you started this off with the word awareness, because once you've planted that seed for awareness, it may take, like I said, someone can go right to it, may take years for people to begin to find that, but they're they're finding it. They are on their way. There is an opening. There is that availability. And then, you know, sometimes it's overnight and gradual um, for others. And sometimes people don't even notice all the improvement yeah. that they've had or things that take someone else to be like, Hey, wow, this was, I noticed this, or, Oh, I have never heard you say that before or something that, that may have shifted. So I think we're very overstimulated in general. Yes. Yes, and that's true. That, that is a big cause of people not being able to start to kind of pull back to that space. But I, I don't think it's as far away from most people as they think. And a lot of ways I respond to people who are having sort of reactions to the idea of coming into that meditative space is, again, one breath, one minute, um, one smile, one pause, and just allow yourself to build on that. or allow those one tiny things to add up over those years. And eventually they do indeed. You know, the, the one person I think of um, as far as getting into that state would be Esther Hicks. We watch her and she takes just moments to detach from herself and get into the Abraham state. I think ac actually with us watching that, it's tough for a lot of people to get into that state immediately. So we think we don't have that power, which in fact, we do have the same power as Abraham and Esther Hicks. We do, but it, because it looks so simple that we don't even try. Yes. And I, I love this. And I also think that there's a reality again to, to meeting yourself where you are 
and Mm -hmm. being a part of that process. That's where they are. You know, if you're going to compare yourself to people who have meditated for a lifetime or um, religious leaders or spiritual leaders who spend all their days stimulated in very different ways than we will ever, ever experience in our days, um, then it's not realistic for most people. But when we're able to say, wow, they tap into it because that's their life. That's who they are. That I, how would I even find a, a, the essence of that at all in my life and, and embrace it with a bit of reality. And I think, you know, that, that down to earth place, I, I think I've seen be stress relieving pe- for people right off the bat, you know, um, take some of that mystique out of it and, and, you know, be where you are. And I think that's where you help people because mm-hmm. you're, actually helping them to get into that meditative state and release some of the the stuff that keeps us grounded in in the physical world and you're able to actually show us and teach us wait a minute you can tap in like Esther Hicks, you can tap yes. in. There's nothing stopping you except for you and your beliefs. I think that is probably the most important lesson of what you're bringing to everyone. You're showing them that they can be as magnificent as Esther Hicks. Yes. Thank you. Amen. And, yeah. And that's, <laughs> I think that's where that's where we all need to be right now is getting into that place. You know, I keep on thinking if we could get into that place of feeling powerful within us, then, you know, we could literally change the world. It's not one or two people. I mean, everybody can do this, but for some reason we're stuck and maybe I don't know, the powers of that be want us to remain stuck and so that we don't know our power. Hmm. I really believe that this is a beautiful time and post-COVID where people were kind of forced to quiet down, like it or not, and see themselves or appreciate things they would never have. So I think it's a good time. People, there's a certain energy there where people, they needed to care for their mental health all by themselves. They needed Mm -hmm. to find spiritual support during, um, you know, real life events that they couldn't be with community and family and have the normal support or, or talk to a therapist or go see the doctor if you hurt yourself. So there were, see your friends for that glass of wine or cup of coffee, whatever we do, um, community and coming together. And I think now there's an appreciation and less stigma around the idea that this is something everyone could need and that 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 could be a really beautiful thing for the world as opposed to we need to seek these for reasons people don't understand. I think it's more clear now. Um, And I, I hope to bring those tools where we stop overthinking it. That's the funny, um, that's, that's the irony of it all is the overthinking. Um, And help kind of do bring tools that um, kind of permeate the consciousness that don't 
make us sit there and go, well, am I doing this right? Is, is this wrong? Did I, did I get this? Is there a difference? And just allow some of the, the images in, in the books that I've written or in the words that we're saying to kind of just, just permeate. So there's another time where they came up when you needed them and they comforted you or took you out of that space that wasn't good for you into that better space. And it just kind of, at first we make it like it's work. Um, but I think it's much more organic than that. And if we're trained a little bit better and, and use these tools, like we do our everyday phones and, and find a balance to everything, I, I think, I think we'd be okay to just sort of improving without even forcing the issue. So what, it, what are the steps to really getting into regular meditation? I mean, it, it, I've seen it change people's lives, but what do you recommend? So again, aside from looking for places that you naturally relieve stress and expanding on it, Ideal times of day for meditation are right, right when you wake up in the morning, right? Oh, interesting. Before you even get out of bed, there is an opportunity wow. right there. Consider that, right? Before anything happens, it's one of my favorite times. I love to recommend this to people before your feet hit the ground, before you grab the phone, before whatever you do, try it. Just pause just pause. That could be still lying down, maybe get in good posture, take a breath, lying flat, stretch, could be then sit up, good posture in bed, one more breath. When you imagine that you're doing that anyway, you're just not present, you're not aware of it, you, you already got up and breathed, you probably stretched, you, you know, but we weren't present with the breath in that moment. I there think that go. can be a beautiful starting point right there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the key that you just said. That's what yeah. really starts you off. I know many people won't even consider it until they go to sleep, but, or at night when they're really tired. So of course they're going Same to thing. miss, but aren't they going to miss the opportunity if they're too tired? So let's look at it both ways. If okay. you're too tired and then like, if your mindset is I'm too tired, then it, that's not the time. Right. Okay. But if you're starting to say, hmm, I'm too tired. What if, you know, if I'm too tired, what if there might be a night? OK, we're all too tired, but you might just sit up for one moment, have your breath and lie down. It's incredible how profound a tiny shift can make. Um, same thing goes for waking up in the middle of the night where people can't get back to sleep and they've yeah. been disturbed. That's one of the feedback I've gotten with one of my books in this series of Remind is that when they, that it has worked through the consciousness that when they woke up, the one they needed stood out, the color, the word, the, um, the wow. symbol, something stood out that was comforting, that was distracting, which is half of meditation is to trick, distract the mind, uh, wow. get us out of it. And they, we went back to sleep or something went down. So consider those moments, right? If, if, and it's interesting to me that people want to meditate before bed because that's when everybody's cups are so full. So it's almost like we don't want to succeed. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, let's sabotage this. We'll do it then. Ah. That's impossible. See, we couldn't do it. 
doesn't work. <laughs> ah, um, those are wise words right there. <laughs> now, isn't that funny? After all these years I've been doing this, I've never heard that before. Yeah, something that's, too. That's great. That is good <laughs> words. Okay, so what, what exactly... It, we should be doing it better in the mornings before we get out of bed. Start the day with that breath and that moment and call it meditation. Uh, I wouldn't let anybody say that's not enough. You didn't do it right. You're doing it. You're present. You're mindful in the moment. Stay for two breaths. If, if you love it, stay a little longer. Set your alarm a minute earlier. Do it then. Do it in the shower. Do it where you're doing it. Be present. What's the water? You know, we're in the shower and we're thinking about breakfast, coffee, leaving. Right. So really feel the water of the shower. Those present moments start to really, for a lot of people I have seen, have more of an impact than the person who tries to sit down for 20 minutes and is frustrated. Can't stop thinking, where am I going? The nervous system's fight or flight. I also might just add in here, if we haven't mentioned this, this idea of not thinking, it's not real, right? We're even thinking when we're sleeping, we're dreaming. We are thinking. So it's that we're not paying attention to our thoughts. Oh, we're paying I attention to the breathing. We're paying attention to uh, the, the fresh air. We're paying attention to our posture. We're paying attention to the music. That's the presence. And then you forgot to think. We didn't notice them. And then hopefully, oh, well, what was the most important thought? You know, oh, I see. Now I get it. I, that's the clarity. I had 20 thoughts before and now I have this one. This one mattered. And you were able to sort of kind of look through the bushes a little bit easier. And, um, you know, I think for most people, that's the most realistic approach. And then after a while, they may start to say, hey, excuse me, I need 10 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, without even knowing it, you close the door because there's no permission. You don't have to sit or look or be one way. You are recharging your energy in a way that works for you. And that's the most important thing at the end of the day. So you really have to be mindful at least one time of the day to focus in on just you, your thoughts that have nothing to do with work, that have nothing to do with the pressure of real, of real life, but just you taking that moment to experience the goodness of it. Yes. And to appreciate the fact that you have your own energy, that you have your own say in your own energy and what you're about to experience in your life and your day. I think a lot of times the experiences, a lot of stuff is coming at us and we do have to deal with that. But um, the mindset could be, no, I'm stepping into this. And how do I, I have a say on how the empowerment now comes, what recharges and leaves you in a place where, you know, what, what it was that left you with these initial feelings. We talked about anxiety, depression, um, stress, and all these things that leave us now maybe back in the driver's seat on how we're dealing with those things, as opposed to, um, feeling helpless and not, you know, as if I think this experience is always happening to me, as opposed to, I have a say in what my experience is going to be. Mm. Mm. 
that's important right there. And people don't feel like they have the even the right to focus yeah. in on themselves because they're told they go to work, they have to do their job. If they don't, they're going to get fired. If they don't go to work, they're not going to be able to eat. The societal <laughs> pressures on humans right now is uh, incredible. So this is where the meditation is so necessary to not only fulfill your own life, but to fill, fulfill the life of others. I mean, really, you're connecting. And yes. it's something that meditation, it just sounds so boring. <laughs> but it's a lifesaver. Yes. Not only yes, for and the should person, be for everybody. Yeah. Yes. And should be inspiring. And I love the word boring. And I love the word boredom. And I especially love when children yell it out in a room. Because... <laughs> As if they're bored at all, as if they've ever really been bored. That is the greatest. To me, that makes my day. I skip out of a room at the idea. So really tapping into that boredom is what we resist. And yet there's yes. inspiration and imagination. There is so much waiting in that space that we try to fill constantly and I think that speaks beautifully to meditation like yes like if only we had a chance to be that bored like what <laughs> what what might happen then you know we're we're always filling it and I, I do see a lot of very creative things even in my own life when I give myself that time and space more than the minute more than the breath to allow that you know, um, time and space to expand where I don't know what to do with it. What do I do with it? I'm just going to sit here quietly and good things come often from that space. And if what I also want to say about that is that's also a lifetime of meditation, right? So if you're not that person, and this is also very important to mention, if you're someone who is filled with emotions where things can rise up, you should start small with breathing and baby steps. You should not force yourself to sit in oh, discomfort good. or any emotions that you do not feel good about or comfortable with. And you should talk to a teacher or somebody in a position to support you and validate and witness you. So I also think that's very important when I go into school settings or into work settings and people who aren't necessarily experienced, but like these ideas and, and try to bring a room full of people, they don't know where people's reactions or experiences will be tapping into themselves. So I think it's very important to keep it light and bright and allow people to enter in a safe space. And then they can decide for themselves how much more they need and in what type of, you know, matter they can pursue that, that feels again, um, like a wonderful space for them, as opposed to something that, um, they can't relate to, or they, they, um, isn't good for them, right? That you yeah. want to find a good fit for people for sure. So, so you are a teacher of this. So people can contact you to go through the process of actually learning. You know what? I think this is so important because we are so stuck in our ways that mm. it's really hard for us to get to the place where we can actually let go. It's actually fearful to let go. Yes. 
so that's where a teacher, a guide, a person can actually make a difference for people to to actually get the knack of meditation, which is going to only improve their lives dramatically yes. better than anything in, else in the world. There's no other thing that will do it better than meditation. But so many people need help. And yes. so they need to go to you. They need to find you. How do they find yeah. you? Thank you. I look forward to connecting um, very much with people who are interested in this process. You can find me. I have a website at um, www.maramzimmerman.com. Um, you can contact me with an email there if you had questions or if you were interested in um, having an appointment or getting more involved in being trained in the programs that I run. Um, I do run both a program called Remind which is the building rocks of mindfulness. And that has stepping stones, both for everybody of all walks of life and also focused in on um, Jewish stepping stones. Oh, and one of the things I've noticed in teaching this process from a very simple point of view is the fact that the teaching from the outside is one thing, but it's, really that inner learning, that moment where you related for some reason, that whatever that reason is, no one else could know. Mm. And so that's a part of what I hope to help people tap into is that piece of them that that needs something that no one else could know, and that there's some tools here for them to gently kind of figure that out for themselves, and to enjoy that process and to be able to take these um, very profound tools and use them lovingly and lightly. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And it's so needed right now. We have got to start getting centered in ourselves yes. and quit being so distracted because that's not helping anybody and especially not us, but we are so far out there and being pushed constantly and also by sitting in front of the TV, we're getting pushed even more. And it's like they're trying to reframe the way we think. So they're pushing us away from the feel good moments or of knowing ourselves because of what we're watching. And that's actually part of a very, very sick society because we're not able to break apart. Now you have the process of which we can turn that around, focus in and totally enjoy the meditative process, which is just a silent prayer of to us. And it is going to make uh, an incredible difference in everyone's lives. It's a very important role that you're playing in this life. And I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is uh, major and people need to know this and they need to um, sit up and pay attention and start meditating. <laughs> you know, really, that's the truth. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. And I hope to help people do that more and more and help give them support during that process where um, 
it becomes just a natural part of their daily lives, something they can look forward to, wonder how they ever lived without. Yeah, really. Isn't that the truth? Instead, <laughs> of, instead of looking forward to dinner, looking forward to that five or 10 minutes of That's just right. getting into yourself and being just being a being. Yes, indeed. That's so cool. It's wonderful. Everybody needs that right now. Well, this has been a great interview. I want to send everybody to you. Please give us your website again. It's um, marammzimmerman.com. And I do have a, a series of books called Remind that um, are a light, easy, breezy way for you to do just what we're talking about here. Um, and then I also have a book called How to Meditate and Why, which mm -hmm. um, then can also give you much more in-depth information about meditation and its history and even more tools and approaches um, of how to tap into or for you to benefit in some way for yourself. Can, can you just give me a bit of history about meditation? What, where did it come from? Why, when did it start? What is it? I, I never really looked into the history of it before. Well, you'll love that. And it, like I said, I tap into that and how to meditate and why. And a part of that is because how many old ancient traditions have a form of meditation practice. Really? And that is really kind of eye-opening to the fact of its practical usage, that there was, um, there was a need for people to meditate even thousands of years ago, and why our purposes may have changed or our intentions may have changed, the results are the same, that people are still seeking this, and that's why it is still necessary and relevant today. So you will see it in all the oldest worldwide religions, and then you'll see it coming through and modernizing to today. Wow. Wow. Yes. So, so we're supposed to know about this. I think so. Yes. It's divinely inspired. Indeed. And it is, as I said, and I think we started off, it is free of charge <laughs> uh, and only a breath of way. And I think that, you know, when we start to have those tools and empower ourselves and find the right support, um, it, it really is something that you know, will inspire, you know, people in any area or all areas of their life. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. This is, this Thank is you. a great, great interview, something that's necessary and something that I don't think I've talked about on the, on the show for years and years. So this is really good. They can go give me your website again. They need to con contact you. Yes, you can contact me through my website at marammzimmerman.com. That's M-A-R-A. And then M, my middle name's Michelle, and Zimmerman, Z-I-M-M-E-R-M-A-N.com. Please good. reach out and contact me. I look forward to speaking with all of you, and I'm so grateful to have had this time and honored to be together here today. Oh, I'm, I'm delighted. It's going to help a lot of people and it's going to wake a lot of people up. Wait a minute. You can do this. You can live a great yes. life. You're in charge. Do it, do it for you. Nobody else, but you.
That's that's important. Thank you so much, Mara. I just I just love this. Thank you so much. Me too. I really appreciate it. I'm going to have you back on because it's something that we need to keep on reminding people that it's so simple and yet so ignored. So what a blessing you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. I look forward to speaking to you again. Have a wonderful day. Well, you all know that I'm a professional hypnotherapist for the last 17 years. I help people to permanently change their minds in order to change their life. If you are looking to finally stop smoking, overcome that fear of flying, lose some pounds, attract that wonderful soulmate, or even pass that test, hypnosis can help you to change your thought patterns from I can't to, oh my gosh, I can. I've known for years that humans were born with this much needed automatic mental response of fight or flight syndrome. Fear is a natural self-protection mental ability, but many times we let that fear completely stop us from moving forward. You can overcome that fear and really succeed by reprogramming your mind. And how do you do that? Well, it's easy. It's called hypnosis. Change is very obtainable and actually quite simple. So contact me, your Law of Attraction hypnotherapist, and let's make your dreams come true or stop the very thing that is stopping you from becoming your best self. All you need to do is go to creativeguidedimagery.com or send Gina an email about scheduling an appointment. You can reach her at Gina at loamedia.com. Let me show you how powerful you really are. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.